Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. Instagram right now is like you know my opinion i believe it has the best organic reach beside youtube that's that's the reason why i I like instagram a lot and it has really good engagement it has definitely has the highest engagement in all social media platform have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought wow i really thought i'd be further ahead by now if so you are not alone i've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. What's going on, Entrepreneur Junkies? Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Atkinson, the Podcast Junkie, and I'm back with David Dang. David, what's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm pretty good. How about you? Oh, dude, I am feeling great. On the last episode, you were dropping uh, a little bit of knowledge on how you went from pretty much zero following to 50,000 followers in the case of two years, and then pretty much 10x'd it in the space of six months. And you've now grown your profile to over 700,000 followers, which is absolutely insane growth. And I know you said in the last episode, you're picking up like 70K followers a month now, which is just incredible and really, really impressive. On this episode, David, I want to really dig into a little bit more about the value and really the importance and and less so actually the importance, but why Instagram is a great place to build an audience in the first place. So just to start off, carrying on the value front, we talked in the last episode about how it's really important to give your audience value. So if you're starting a brand new Instagram account, and let's say you're toying between Instagram and YouTube and Facebook, and you're trying to decide where you want to go. What's the real best way to give a lot of value on Instagram, in your opinion? Okay. The best way, uh, well, I guess the best the way to provide value, I would say, is the same for any platform, whether it's Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook, or Twitter, whatever it is. The way to provide value is the same. Provide people useful content that they want to see, that would help them with the whatever problems that they might have. So that's how you provide value. So it's the same on all platforms. But the reason why I like Instagram better is because it's probably the best platform for organic reach at the moment. Facebook has terrible organic reach. Like you can post something, but maybe literally 1% of your audience would probably will see it. So Facebook is not very good with organic reach anymore. It's still possible to build an audience on Facebook and like through organic reach, but it's very hard compared to maybe you're talking about four or five years ago. Instagram right now is like, you know, my opinion, I believe it has the best organic reach beside YouTube. That's, that's the reason why I, I like Instagram a lot and it has really good engagement. It has definitely has the highest engagement in all social media platform. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if this is something to be said for Instagram, but it also is like pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like Facebook seems to be kind of becoming very business oriented. And, you know, sometimes people don't really love that as much. And it's not as fresh and exciting as it used to be. But Instagram still feels like it's in its prime. Like, you know, it's like out on the corner smoking a doob and it's still looking pretty. <laughs> All the kids yeah. are still hanging out with Instagram. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's still a lot of kids on Instagram and the platform is still growing. Yeah, I I truly think Instagram is probably one of the best platforms at the moment. So one of my questions, and and this might be difficult to answer, actually, is somebody coming new into the Instagram space. And and this is actually a question that's quite relevant to me because, you know, I've grown my Instagram over time. I've got like, you know, 13,000 followers, but it's been really slow in terms of growth. And it's kind of built up a little bit over time. But for someone that's starting out brand new, is Instagram a little bit different nowadays to how it might have been, say, a year or two ago to try and get traction with the way that posts work in terms of getting more exposure? Um, maybe a little bit, but honestly, I don't think so. This, my method is literally understand who your audience is, provide them value. So the first step, it, I'll break it down to three steps. The first step is to identify who you want to target and understand them. Do your market research, understand what they want and the stuff might interest them. The second thing is create the content that they want to see, which provide them a lot of value and get their attention, keep them addicted to your content. That's the second piece. And the third piece is distribution. Now you know who your customer are and you have the content that interests them, that would attract them, would get them follow you. Now you need to put that content in front of them. So this, those three pieces are very important. So you can, on Instagram, you can put it in front of them through hashtags or some people like to do the follow and unfollowing, which I hate it. I don't like it, but I, it do works in a, to a certain extent, given that you actually do have the good content that people want to follow you. So otherwise it's not going to do you any good. Another way to distribute your content is use PaySouthouse to launch from a large account. You can pay them. They can promote your page. If you have good content, people follow you. There, there are lots of different ways to distribute your content, but as to give you a few, so you can I love have an that. idea. I love that. Especially that addicted, hashtag addicted. So when you're trying to get people and you really know your audience, and, and I feel like you've got a good grasp now of your target audience because I look on your page and pretty much all over entrepreneurship facts is everything you see on there is targeted to the entrepreneur. It's about you know motivation. It's about getting you going in the morning. And you know I'll see it in my feed as I scroll through. And most of the time, I'm dropping a like on there and sometimes even a comment because it does fit me because I'm an entrepreneur. So what's some of the secrets behind the source of getting people addicted to your content? Yeah, the biggest secret really is this remodel what's working already. Like Tony Robbins say, remodel success. If you want to find something that works already and remodel it, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. I'm not saying copy, but figure out what's working right now, what's really get people attention in your, in your niche and remodel that. So what I do, here, I give you the biggest secret that how to go on Instagram. And I would say literally any platform and not just Instagram. could be YouTube or blogging or Facebook. The secret is to find the content that's working and trending right now and then figure out why it is trending. And you can either repost it if it's not a copyrighted material or trademark. You can repost it and give credit to original owner 
or you can recreate it. For example, let's say I find a photo, say the five tips on how to save money. Now, let's say that post is very trending on the internet right now. Everyone is sharing it, posting, commenting it. So I can either repost that and give credit to the original owner, which a lot of the time they are very cool with it because they get additional exposure. They get more followers from that. So a lot of the time they have no problem with it. You can contact them, ask them, hey, can I repost it? And I'm sure most of the time they see. And that's one way of doing it. Or you can recreate it. Let's make it seven tips on how to save money, for example. Make it better. Make the font nicer. Or add like an image of a have a face on it. Because I found that image with a face on it will get tend to get more attention from people. So let's if the photo only have words on it, now you can add a face on it or add headlines on it. So make the photo better. Make it better. Give more value overall. So that's how you remodel success yeah i like that because uh really it's really funny actually because when we were in the blogging game and we were doing a lot with pinterest it was the same thing we would find the most popular articles we would then make a better version of that article and then we would make better graphics which would be if it was five tips we would then do seven or eight tips and we would you know put somebody you funny it's funny you say that about putting a person's face in the image it does make a big difference when you start to get people clicking on your content. So I really like that. And is there any other kind of tips that somebody starting out brand new should know about Instagram? Is it important to post every day? Should you start off and try and post three times a day? Like what, what's the best time and how often to post do you think? Okay. Well, I just want to go back to the previous point I was talking about. Is it add a little bit more on that? Mm. Um, creating the content is one thing. Like you can create the best content in the world, but, the second piece in the puzzle, right? The third piece, like I say, is distribution. A lot of people, they create content, they post it on their Instagram, maybe add a couple hashtags, and that's it. And then they start wondering why my Instagram is not growing, why the photo doesn't get any like. Because you haven't just put it in front of the people who want to see it yet. Because when you're first starting out, your Instagram page probably at zero followers. You don't have any followers. If you post it on your Instagram page, nobody's going to see it anyway. So it doesn't really help you. You need to distribute it. You need to put it in front of the people who want to see your content. That's the key thing. That's the most important part. And that's when you can be more strategic with your hashtag. You have to be a little bit more, like do better research. And then you need to pay other accounts to post it because the reality is you need money to make money. So create content is one thing. You need to focus on a distribution as well. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, we, uh, I like what was your question again? Actually, I, I want to dig a little bit deeper into that distribution point. So if okay. you want to distribute your content better, because a lot of people say you need to find good hashtags, but that can be really difficult if you don't know how to look for hashtags. So when you talk about distributing and you say there's kind of two ways to find unique hashtags and to pay other influencers to shout you out and to give access to your page, can we just dig a little bit deeper into that? Okay, for sure. For hashtag wise, I'm sure we talk a lot already. If you Google, like on Google, how to search for hashtags on Instagram, you get tons of results, and I'm sure all of them do works. For me, how I do my hashtags is that I would have a list of maybe two to three different lists of hashtags specifically for my niche. 
I would have one list of all about motivation, the second list of all about entrepreneurships and business, and a third list of all about money and success. So those are three different set of hashtags specifically for motivation, entrepreneurship, and money. And now when I post something, I say I post a quote from Steve Jobs. I would copy the list from motivation. I post it there. In that list, it has about 20 to 25 hashtags. So Instagram allows you to have 30 hashtags in total. My list has, consists of about 20 to 25 hashtags. That means I still have five to 10 more hashtags to fill. You have to max out all 30 hashtags. I hear some, some people say that you don't want to like post all 30 hashtags because it's spammy. Instagram doesn't like it. But for me, every single post I do, I have 30 hashtags. I max out them all. So now I have the list of 20 hashtags. I post that and then I manually enter another 10 hashtags specifically for the post. So I post a quote from Steve Jobs. I would put Steve jo- hashtag Steve Jobs, hashtags Apple, hashtags iPhone. So these hashtags are specifically for that post. So the people who inter- might be interested in that would be Apple fan or Steve Jobs fan, right? So those hashtags will target those people and then the list more general would be like motivation and inspirational motivational quotes stuff like that will be more general and that's how I my hashtags. yeah so it's kind of like 20 uh that you've already pre-researched and then yeah. sort of 10 more specific ones give or take but make sure you're maxing out those 30 hashtags and that makes sense because if you can get even 10 more people to view your post and every hashtag gives you 10 more people, then you should max it out because that's going to give you way more exposure, right? Exactly, yeah. They all add up over time. And what about and what about when it comes to paying to get more distribution? So have you got like a good idea of what's a good amount to spend for what kind of exposure or what things should people be looking for before they give anybody any money to shout them out on their page? Okay, okay. one thing I can tell you right now is that on Instagram, the attention is underpriced. If you are a fan of Gary Vee, he say this like every single time. <laughs> every day he's on about exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Attention is underpriced right now, especially on Instagram. Like there are large pages out there who have hundred thousands to even millions of followers, and you can get a shout out from them for fifty bucks to like a hundred bucks. Like very, very cheap. Like it's insanely cheap that you wouldn't even believe it. Like if you use Facebook or Google to get that same amount of impression, like you're going to pay a fortune for it. But on Instagram, it's extremely cheap right now. So for example, for a page at, with 300 to 400,000 followers, I think a good price, you'd be looking at about 50 to 70 bucks to max 100 bucks if the page has really good engagement. Like for my page, I don't do a lot of promotion and I try not to. Because you're not going to make a lot of money with it. But most page, a lot of other pages, that's the main way of monetizing the page. You'd be looking at, so in general, you'd be looking at about 20 bucks on the low price, like on the low end with, with an account with maybe 100,000 followers to 200 to 300 bucks, 400 bucks with an account with, you're talking about a couple millions followers. Wow, that's yeah. The, and, these, and these are like shout outs on their stories, for example? Uh, that would be, it could be stories or on feed posts. Yeah, they, they would post, you send them an image and then have the content ready for them. And then if they approve it, they like it, they think it's appropriate, they will post it and you just pay them whatever amount that they ask for. 
Wow, that's crazy. I actually thought it was going to be a lot more expensive than that. And, and it's funny because you just hear, you hear of these kind of crazy influencers who charge like hundreds of thousands and you just assume that anybody with a big following would charge that much as well, right? Yeah, well, the thing with Instagram, the reason why it's so cheap is because it's like, it's much easier to grow compared to other platform. And a lot of the people who are running these accounts are more like younger, like teenager or in the early 20. And they have this account, but they really don't know what to do with it, which is the same problem I had when my Instagram page started blowing up, like when I have like 100,000 followers and I'm not even monetizing. I'm like, oh no, what do I do? How do I make money from this? And literally easiest way that most people would think of is to sell shoutouts. And but you're not going to make a lot of money, well, three grand a month, which is like, it's a full-time income, but it's not like, it's not a lot. Like comparing when you think of YouTube star who have millions of followers, you probably think, okay, they're making millions. But on Instagram, a lot of these accounts who has like a couple hundred thousand followers, if the only way to monetize it is to sell shoutouts to other accounts, then they don't really make that much money. Yeah, I'm with you. It's funny that it, it's like the only way that, a lot of people know how to make money. Exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. So actually, that's a perfect stopping point there, David. I really actually love diving deep into some of that stuff because it's funny to see behind the curtain of somebody that is actually doing it. On the next episode, I actually want to dig in a little bit deeper to something which is kind of important to every business, which is getting new leads. And what you were telling me earlier is that Instagram is one of the best place, one of the best places to get free leads for your business. So I'd love to dig a little bit deeper on that on the next episode. Does that sound good for you? Yes, for sure. All right, buddy. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the episode and we'll see you on the next one. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the end and for sticking around until the end of the episode. I want to give you something awesome for free. So a lot of you guys know I launched my podcast program to the first time to a brand new audience and we did in seven days nearly $12,400 worth of income, which is absolutely insane to a brand new audience. And what I wanted to do was give away that exact funnel that I used to drive all of the traffic there completely for free. So if you guys want to grab a copy of this funnel, it's yours completely for free, head to www.thepodcastjunkie.com dot com forward slash opt in and make sure you grab a copy now. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe and here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.